Welcome to another episode of Love Life Legacy. My name is Tisa Tsumutasa and I'll be your guide as we navigate life's biggest challenges from boys to books to bosses, you name it. Now settle in, let's have fun. Welcome to another episode of Love Life Legacy. My name is Tisa Zomudasa and I'm joined today by my husband, Mr. Zomudasa. Yo, yo. <laughs> today, we're going to be discussing a topic that's quite close to us, the law of in-laws. Now, oh. what inspired this topic is because my cousin, basically my younger sister, just got married this week. And obviously, the biggest or one of the biggest concerns that we have as a family is are we going to be able to nurture and support this new relationship from both sides? Because I think you know and I know that family can be a dynamic that is quite hard to navigate, especially when you're newly married. Yeah, and even more so when it's uh, cross-cultures. Yes, because she's being married to somebody who's who's Caribbean and they're living in a in the UK. So yeah, if you want to know more about that, because we have experienced that, we have two podcasts actually that uh, discuss this very thing. I'll actually link them into the description where we discuss being married across culture. And then we have another one where we discuss living in a foreign country and relocation. Okay, great. So let's dive right into it, Daddy. Because we are pressed for time, <laughs> we try we try to keep these, these podcasts uh, within thirty minutes, and this is quite a broad subject. No, it always goes past thirty minutes because we can't stop talking. <laughs> yes. So anyway, the some of the complaints because I did some research on the topic. These are some of the complaints that people have. Okay. Right? Shoot. Uh, one, my husband's mother wants to tell me how to cook. I cooked my own meals for five years before I got married. I don't need her help. So that's one. Two, my wife's parents give her money to buy things we can't afford. I resent that. (laughs) I wish they would let us run our own lives. Maybe we should tackle the first two and then we'll move on to the next so that I can remember. You know, my memory is not that great. Your memory is perfect. What are you talking about? (laughs) Is it only when it comes to numbers? Wow, it's good, but you you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so the first one was uh, about the cooking, where the we've never experienced this. Yeah, so I I think with us we were lucky here, um, and we were lucky in the sense that from the beginning, uh, you know, your mom and yourself really put out all the works when it came to food up front. So those first impressions my mom had She was comfortable. She like was like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <my pay>, humble. <laughs> okay. Do you think it's because the mother in law doesn't like the daughter in law's cooking? Or what is No, I think I think the dynamic usually is there's a little bit of competition, you know, like boys are generally very close to their mothers, you know, and especially, you know, boys that are coming from, you know, single uh, parent homes, uh, even maybe both parent homes. But generally, you know, the mother is there. She's the nurturer. um, She the son has become she grooms almost the son to become the husband. That she's, that role. 
Yeah. And that's quite toxic. Hey? Yeah, yeah, it is. To fulfill that role of husband. Or even to be the husband that she thought she always wanted. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then why cook him meals? Or you want so, so, likes that validation? Well, well, if we go back to the to the to the bare knuckles of it, right? It's uh, the woman is always gonna be cooking for the man and etc. So when a new when a new woman comes into a life of the son, right? And they, we're talking about cooking here. There's a little bit of that competition. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. For the affection. So, so it's, it's, I, I don't think at that stage, and I won't rule out all cases, because there's some mother-in-laws who just generally don't like their, uh, their, 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 their chosen partner, the, the partners that have been chosen by their, their sons. Or maybe they feel they're playing a supportive role by providing the, the food, because sometimes maybe both um, people work. Mm. And because I know my friend, she was Indian and she really hated this. <laughs> and apparently it's a big thing in their culture where the mother-in-law every now and again unlocks the door, comes in, drops the food at the table. So when they come back from work, food oh. is already ready. So for the mother-in-law, it could also come from the perspective of trying to help. But then the wife is like, but sometimes I just want to do it for my husband. you got to control the overstepping, fellas. Yes, oh. create the boundary because I think that's the biggest thing. Mm. And create the boundary when things are still good. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. usually we create the boundary when now you're hurtful and you're like, oh God, please stop with the food. Yeah. And <laughs> the chances of you getting your husband to go against his mother is not likely. Yeah. And then the, the second one, because the thing is, I, ju- I actually wanted to just speak on the general. Okay. All of That's fine. Things. We can do that. Um, so my wife's parents give her money to buy things that we can't afford. Obviously, this guy resents that and it doesn't like it. It's an ego thing. It is an ego thing. And I know specifically you, there was a, an incident when we were newly married, when our tire broke. And yep. then I immediately picked up the phone. And I well, the tire bust on buzzed, our way yeah. to visit them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I immediately. And immediately. And I got, hey, I got so angry. I was like, how? Oh, this chick, like, and then I she just thinks I'm a, a cheese boy with nothing that can't. Oh, that angered me. And then me I just uh, assumed that you. And it was just a natural response. Like, when I'm in trouble, I call my dad. Yeah. You know, and and when you're newly married, I think it's quite a big deal that you switch that off. That now your new partner is basically <laughs> the one who's going to. So use. so, babe, you have to tell your you have to tell your listeners what eventually happened. What did the king end up doing? <laughs> Don't leave that out. I won't leave that out because I was on the phone and then as I turned around, I actually saw you doing it. <laughs> fixing the tire because yeah. I didn't you know like we're under there like doing the things and I was like oh he can actually do this stuff <laughs> and I think you took it as a big issue whereas it was just a response yeah I, I did I did I, I did take offense to it I won't I won't be I won't lie <laughs> wow yeah so those are some of the things that uh, the boundary that the couple has to create mm. within their relationship that there are things sure. that fine you can ask your family but there are things that maybe you can't. and I think there's something you actually taught me recently is that you shouldn't easily take offense in a in a in a marriage sometimes it's 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 really not a dig yeah it's nothing about you it's yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think that's one thing that has caused a lot of peace for us where we're now able to um we're now able to just let certain things go. Mm. Whereas before, every small thing is like something. You know, when somebody um, does 
or says something let's just say say because you yeah. and i talk so uh, you say something and i'm like but what does that mean mm-hmm. you know double down on it and then it's a whole thing yeah. whereas something and there i go like, trying to mansplain and i end up <laughs> digging myself into a bigger hole yeah so it's it's definitely something's just it has nothing to do with you it's just my response but of course you have to bring it up if it triggers you yeah, yeah, so that sure. it gets dealt with but some things you really just let them go yeah, and yeah, i think yeah. our pastor in joburg pastor andre um always said that like just don't take offense like not everything is a big deal yeah yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. and then um the other one is my husband's parents just drop in unannounced sometimes in the middle of a project i need to complete I wish they would respect our schedules. I think that speaks to the setting of the boundaries as well. That as in-laws, can you just not pop by unannounced? Yeah, I really feel for those couples where their in-laws just, you know, pop in. Because what if they pop in during the month when the fridge is not stocked up and it's empty <laughs> and there's an expectation for seven colors? <laughs> exactly. And also as the daughter-in-law, you might want to impress your mother-in-law. Yeah. And it just puts unnecessary pressure. Like, I mean, I remember all the times when mom said she was coming. You made sure you pulled out all the works. Yeah. Now imagine she comes unannounced. Unannounced and it's, I'm not ready for that. And there's obviously that. There's the food element. And then there's the emotional element. Personally, I don't like people dropping in period whether you're an in-law or a friend don't or, i know it <laughs> i just don't want to i don't want people to just drop by like let me know i need to get into the headspace of company you mm, know unless mm. it's an emergency fine but otherwise i'm just like blind i feel blindsided yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it just triggers me in the wrong way mm. um so and i will obviously put up the show okay cool blah 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 blah, blah. but then afterwards i'm like oh why did this happen? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> for sure. So yeah, so I think there it talks about the boundary. And then what I think, now I want to get into the actual interventions okay. of what needs to happen, right? As the couple first, right? The laws that you guys need to respect as a couple mm. for you guys to handle your in-laws better. So the first one is that you have to separate from your parents so the Bible obviously does call us to leave and cleave, and cleave yeah. right? Leave your parents and cleave to your wife. And I think it just comes to the conclusion that before marriage, your allegiance is to your mother and your parents. Uh, but after marriage, your allegiance is to your spouse. Mm. So no matter what the circumstances, even if there's an, a disagreement between your spouse and your parent, your allegiance is always to your spouse. Yeah, it 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 actually makes sense because uh, when you think about it, your 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 parents um, they actually love you unconditionally. Mm-hmm. So so that love is there, whether whether regardless of what happens. Mm-hmm. Whereas a, a newly uh, formed marriage or union uh, has the difficulties of actually still trying to cement the bond. Yeah. And, and I mean, uh, we, we, we had certain situations. I mean, uh, I, won't, I won't speak about them in too much detail because I'll be exposing some of the aunties because the aunties are also the problem. <laughs> yeah, you can anonymously because I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, but I, I just think that, you know, the husband, in, in the context of the husband, so like from my angle, yeah. 
that I should always protect you in my home. So I should never allow uh, my family's, family members to berate you or to make you feel any kind of way. Yeah. I, I have to create that boundary. That boundary. Yeah. And, and I do think even for girls, obviously the Bible doesn't really call girls to leave and leave too much because by the act of marriage, you are leaving your family. You leave your family, you get married to someone else, you take their identity, you take their surname and everything. So I don't think it needed to be expressly said. Mm. But when it came to a man, it had to expressly say it because there is that dynamic that happens, especially with sons and mothers, where the mother starts to take it personally when you're siding with your wife. Mm. You for all these years that I've done everything for you and now in this moment you're going to take the side of someone else but here we're not talking about love we're talking allegiance yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and it's like when you pledge allegiance to the flag in America you're saying regardless of whether the president is right or wrong yeah, yeah, yeah. I am going to if, if it's a war that we have to do I'm gonna be patriotic going to yeah. you get what I mean yeah. and you have to be that patriotic to your marriage but it, it it does babe i must say though it does have to also work in the opposite direction so yes leave and cleave it speaks mainly to the male for sure but it, you know it's important that on the other end that your relationship isn't influenced as well by by by, by your wife's parents Absolutely. so so you've got to Draw the line. Yeah. So it's not just about the man just protecting the wife all the time. The wife also has to protect the man yeah. because the the man generally wants to please the in-laws. Yes, and so, I think we've had a conversation about this, if you're comfortable to share. Yeah, you can go um, ahead. Maybe not the details, but I'm very close with my mom. Like, we're basically... Best friends. Husband. Yeah, so we share everything. And they look like twins. <laughs> you guys look alike, man. Well, similar. But anyway, she, so I usually share everything with her, right? Mm. And then there would be times where you would be feeling like, ah, I feel like that you shouldn't share or tell me first mm. before your mom, even though, you know, she's basically the person you go to. Mm. And obviously, as we've grown into our marriage, well, I've had well. to manage that dynamic that you're, as much as she's my friend that I discuss things with, you're still my husband mm. and my allegiance is to you. So yeah, so... I, I will bring it to you and then I'll be like, is it something these days? In fact, you sometimes be like, I actually want to know your mom's opinion. You know, you're the one who's more pushing yeah, yeah, to yeah. have the conversation with her because I'm now very conscious that some things have to stay within the bubble. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you know, I love your mom's opinion. She's a very smart woman. Like, yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah. But obviously, we still want, we don't want to feel influenced. We still want to yeah. decide as a unit and then get a, get some input yeah. there. Okay, cool. And then the second one, law for the couple, you have to always honor your parents. And honor in the sense that you show respect and you treat them with kindness and dignity. Because sometimes you don't respect the other spouse's parents maybe because of the choices that they've made or mm, whatever mm. but by virtue of the role that god has given them in your lives you have to still continue to honor and respect them i don't know how you feel about yeah that. you see so this one really speaks to me because you, you know me i've always been a softy too like my mom um mm. because of the role that she played in my life yeah. so now in old age when she was now dependent on us it was very difficult 
to say no to certain things, um, black tax and all of that stuff yeah. because because of who that person was in in your life yeah. or is in your life. So I think what's important as well is uh, as couples, even whether it's the male side, the female side, you know, you have to get to a point where your parents, you you actually realize what they have been yeah. throughout your life. And you appreciate and you give that respect. Exactly. And even if, because it's easy to love and honor your own parents, it's a little bit harder to love and honor the other one. Yeah. And sometimes there's a lot of friction that happens leading to the process of marriage that can cause challenges within the the relationship of the in-laws and mm. this is specifically why you know when you you start appreciating african culture this is specifically why in african culture they don't want for example the mothers of the groom and uh, bride in the room when they're discussing things like lobola they don't want the bride and groom in the room when they're discussing these things they'll send representatives and uncles mm. because once that friction is over you don't want those remnants of what was being said and what was being discussed to be carried to be within carried the within the relationship the relationship that's yeah. newly built so when you're in there and people are because when they're negotiating the ball a lot of things can come up let's say a woman comes already with children the other family might not necessarily take too kindly to that that mm. it was brought up all the time which we're reducing the the dowry price because um your your child has a, is damaged yeah dowry giddy homo guys yeah, the homos so to in home. What is it in, in the society? I hope so is Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. So yeah, so you don't want those kind of conversations to somehow seep out mm. into the relationship. There should never be a reason why the couple is now fighting about things like you didn't pay enough lobola for me. How do you know? Whether it was enough or it wasn't enough, you're not there. It was none of your business. Do you get mm. what I mean? Yeah. And I think as Africans, we ru- we're still running away from the fact that during those meetings, those lobola negotiations, it's it's actually uh, two families getting married rather than yes, it's about the the two individuals, but it's families. So the families will deal with the difficult conversation to give this fledgling relationship a chance. Yes. And that brings us to the next point of building mutual respect and the way in which you can build it um for example is holiday traditions so you have to understand that obviously there's one christmas and there are two families right and that's that's always been a flame what we've done we used to do christmas with one and then do new year's like or easter's yeah but christmas specifically is usually the biggie right because everybody wants to be with their family for christmas so usually like we do Christmas with Maggie here in Eswatini and then do New Year's with my parents. Yeah. Um, also, we did it that way because we understand that Maggie was single, you know, like my parents have each other, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and Christmas actually makes people feel more lonely than yeah. any other holiday because it is a family type, you know. Yeah, setup. and we have an additional one that's extra difficult because mom's birthday is on the 12th of august and yours is on the 13th of august and sometimes i have to we have to actually have conversations about hey it's mom's birthday this time now imagine telling your wife that hey this year can we just take it easy on yours (laughs) yeah i know that that one was specifically um a problem um but yeah we worked around it i Mm. think um and 
religious differences. That's another one that you have to still respect each other's um, religious differences. In fact, what I've learned is that most couples have religious differences, even if you're both Christian. You don't come from the same denomination of Christianity. So this one is actually quite a point, a sore point that most would realize. Some people are Christians, they don't go to church all the time. Some people go to churches that wear uniforms. So Mm. find your way to work around this with your in-laws so that nobody feels disrespected. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with visiting your in-laws' churches every now and then. You know me, I go, you know, just to bridge that gap. You know, sometimes you don't have to draw a hard line and say, ah, I'm this, I'm this. Compromise at times so that you buy favor. Yes. And you're showing mutual respect to your in-laws, right? Yeah. That I actually care about you and I care what you believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there's the privacy element. Oh. I think this one is a big one. There have to be boundaries when it comes to privacy in relationships. And there has to be a respectful way of communicating it. And I think, yeah, communicate it when things are good. Oh. That um, we have to respect the boundaries um, like for example, in my culture, uh, we're not allowed to let anybody sleep in the bedroom, regardless of how. Which bedroom? The main bedroom. Oh, the spouses. Oh, so like like our bedroom. Yes, like our bedroom. You know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because of what it means, you know. Yeah. We even have a, a tradition where the the son-in-law is not allowed to sleep at the. Uh, the marital home of the wife but obviously we couldn't subscribe to that because we stay far like it, it works if your home is down the road yeah, 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 yeah. But i had to far. rock up and and stay at your parents house yeah, yeah so where else are you gonna stay we're not gonna be spending money to get you up in a hotel every single time well, in the beginning yeah. that's what happened yeah but eventually it's like guys who's gonna be well, this kind of living yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I think even with differing opinions and ideas, I think it's the same. Just respect each other. We're not all, always going to agree yeah. on everything. And so... And that's okay. Just and by that's the... okay. We don't have to agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as you know that your allegiance is to your wife. So when your mom gets is also getting hot and heavy, they're both hot and heavy, the person that you have to jump to protect is your wife. Straight. To say, sorry, but you know... Because we also had this challenge. I remember we once had a very heated argument when we were in Midrash. Ooh, with Monsika. I even remember the topic. That, <laughs> that 80% women take care of their wi- yeah, their children more than... Oh, I got it. I think every single couple left that night like, not feeling okay. But you know, you know that stems from the daddy issues that I carry, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But in that moment, protect your wife. <laughs> Yeah, and then deal with her <laughs> and then later. Deal with her later, exactly. If you disagree, um. So yeah, for and then there's the word to the in-laws. I mean, just respect boundaries. Respect the boundaries of the couple that just got into a relationship. Sometimes your in-laws, like you're saying, are competing because uh-huh. there are many reasons why, um, like psychological reasons. Because I read an article in Psychology Today about why would people do this, you know? And you said it the competing then there's the, there's the separation the separation anxiety like the struggle to separate from your kids mm. and then there's the entitlement and a lot of in-laws I have that problem they, yeah, very... where they feel like I'm entitled because I raised you yeah. hard and whatever and therefore I am entitled let's say to your money yeah, to yeah. some of the decisions that you make like, yeah. yeah you know and then there's the 
the dysfunction that happens within the in-laws themselves where there are issues within that family yeah. that then spew out into the new couples for sure i'm family. with you yeah yeah and then sometimes uh, illness you know a person is sick and obviously when one person is ill we all have to rally up and yeah you know, but i can imagine patient. situations where it's difficult for some people to rally up and and support during a time of sickness or illness especially where uh the relationship with the in-laws wasn't all that great yeah. you know in our situation you know i think we were very fortunate because by the time mom for instance got sick uh, we already kind of had that aspect on lock yeah you know? yeah so so <laughs> it was easy for you to yeah. support yes. decisions that required finances to move in the direction of yeah and and let's let's be honest guys when finances move in the direction of in-laws <laughs> the spouses don't take too kindly to that and that's and those are it's actually quite um an interesting thing that you say it because it is it, it becomes it's a serious conversation right because mm. Things like, is it private health care or public health care that we go for? Mm, you mm. know, and obviously there's the emotional side of it. Yeah, you, you're dealing with, it's my mom, I want to give her the best. And you know, and then there's the the other side is just thinking, ah, oh, but, you know, the best is going to impoverish us. Yeah. <laughs> but it does cause pressure. Let's just yeah, yeah. be honest that it causes pressure in the pressure cooker. It does. But you have to come from that p- place of empathy and love. Yeah, that yeah. this is... And I, the one thing I don't subscribe to, which is a mistake I made in the beginning, is the whole, your mother-in-law is your mother. That's a mistake. Mm. Because you then have these expectations that your in-laws are going to love you and treat you the way your own parent treats you. And it's something that my mom had to tell me. Because there was a time in the beginning when things were not rosy, where I'd cry to my mom and be like, oh my gosh, like, I thought I'm the daughter. And my mom was like, but you have a mother. Like, what is your problem? Mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Now you want Your, another you one. Know, she was yeah. catching feelings. Yeah, she was probably <laughs> uh, in her own thing. But more than anything, she was just like, don't expect motherly tendencies yeah, yeah, yeah. from your 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 mother-in-law. Mm. More than anything, I believe, which is what I've learned, want a, res- a, a, a friendship mm, with mm, your mother-in-law. Mm, mm. And that you build over time. Over time. At both of you, most times, if your mother-in-law is married, are brought into the arrangement through marriage mm. you're both not uh, like let's say you're both not mutasas so you have a lot of things that you can relate to there's no reason for her to make your life difficult or for you to make her life difficult yeah be friends i think the foundation of friendship is actually way better than you attempting a mother relationship especially in the beginning yeah for sure yeah but they're your spouse's mother they're the you know that's that's she'll the always she'll side always, yeah she'll always see things from the perspective of their child especially when things are going bad yes especially when things are tough within the marriage yeah, yeah. she'll the, always it's she'll, hard for them to play ne- a neutral spot yeah. but if you if you build that friendship you can share in a in and get as that time goes on she she can support you in your efforts in difficult times exactly yeah and can see things maybe from your perspective yeah yeah so yeah, um, I hope this helps. I don't know if you've got any closing thoughts because we're actually good for time. Twenty-seven minutes, we're almost there. I don't have. Uh, I don't have. Cl- well, maybe the only closing thought is, is uh, uh, try your best to build relationships with, with your in-laws, be it your your parents-in-law, 
I have a son, I have a brother-in-law and and I remember like uh, through our tough times, you know, they came through. He did. Yeah. He was the kind of person who'd come through and actually like help you out and give you advice. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So those are and uh, even for me my my brother has a girlfriend who I love and it's loving someone is a choice and it's a choice that I took that I don't know her super super well. We engage a lot uh, electronically. But I've chosen that whoever my brother chooses, I'm going to love like, you know, a mm, friend. Mm, mm. And I think that's the best thing you can do because they chose that person. They And, you know, they're, they're in your life because your child made a choice. Yeah. You know, and you have to respect that choice because mm. they're an adult that you raised, you put the set of values and the you 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 honed the man or woman they became and they made that choice so, so if you bring you home a, so if you bring home a hippie that's the, the hippie and you wanted right. a doctor sorry for you yeah start wearing tie-dye <laughs> exactly get the tie-dye ready <laughs> and the bongs and everything <laughs> anyway thank you guys i hope you enjoy your side day bye Bye. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's see each other next week, same time, same place. Uh, remember to like, subscribe, uh, and share. And if you're ever so kind, please leave a comment either on your plat- podcasting platform or send me a direct DM or a WhatsApp. Love you. Bye.